At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You are looking live at the Circa Casino Odds Board in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is week 13, and this presents the best group of matchups that we have had all season long, looking for winners everywhere. And during the next hour, we're going to talk about the final four of college football. The Associated Press has just dropped its top ten. Georgia, number one. Michigan, number two. Then TCU, number three. And Ohio State, number four. But will the committee will the committee exclude Alabama and include TCU? We will find out, and we will have an early set of numbers. Oh, my, what matchups. This is a New York kind of day. How about those Jets with Mike White there in Minneapolis to play the Minnesota Vikings? They've been catching a field goal all week long. The New York Giants struggling, struggling a little bit, and uh, they're a home dog. Speaking of home dogs, there were five a week ago, three of those home dogs won outright. And we've got six home dogs this week, 13. So it's a New York kind of day, right? Who sounds more like New York than my buddy at the Rampart Casino? Bookmaker Dwayne Colucci. Colucci is all New York. And we welcome him, of course, at the Rampart. They use Chris Andrews' South Point lines. Welcome, Colucci. How about the Jets and the Giants? I mean, New York's finally excited about the NFL. How are you, my friend? Doing great, Brent. Thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, it's actually an exciting time. Two teams overachieving, I would say, Brent. Uh, I mean, nobody figured the Jets to go over their win total. Uh, the Giants have played fabulous, not as of late, but early on in the season, they uh, definitely were dominating with the running game. A little different, though, now. They're starting to come back down to earth, especially after those two Cowboy losses. So it's going to be interesting to see how they react as a home dog this weekend, Brent. Kaluch, stick right with me now, because we're going to check in live. We're going to go to the Dome Stadium in Minneapolis, and we welcome Brian Costello of the New York Post. If you're a football fan in New York, you got to read the Post. I never miss it every day. Brian, how are you, my man? It's got to be exciting to be around the Jets this year. Yeah, it's, it's unusual, Brett. Usually by this time of year, we're talking about who's the number one pick in the draft, where are the Jets going to draft, and... This year we're talking about the playoffs. It's it's uh it's taking some getting used to. 
Now, when you cover uh, your new quarterback, Mike White, give me a little insight into his personality. Is he a strong leader? Is he good with the media? Uh, what are you saying? He's coming off a really good game at home against the Bears. But uh, tell me a little bit about his personality. He's a guy you'd like to hang out with, Brent. He's a guy, you know, you'd have a beer with, a guy you'd watch a game with, and that translates in the locker room. He is very popular with his teammates. You've probably seen the video. They all wore shirts with his name on it getting off the bus yesterday. He's very good with the media. He's just a, a nice guy. He's just a generally good guy. And so I think the leadership comes from that. It's just people liking to be around him. Stick right with me, Brian. We're going to go back to Kaluch at the Rampart. Uh, Dwayne, what's the action showing on the Jets uh, here in Las Vegas uh, with the South Point line? What are you seeing with the Jets and the Vikings? Well, Brett, we're seeing some sharp action on the Jets, naturally. I mean, the Vikings are a three-point favorite, holding uh, steady. Not sure uh, where we're going to move this game. You know, we don't move the fig at the Rampart in the South Point. So right now, the Vikings are sitting at minus three. Total is 44 at the Rampart in South Point. Like I said, a, f a few sharp bets on the Jets and definitely some interest. But most of the parlays and teasers are hooked to the Vikings. So the Vikings are still at home. You know, this has been a really good team outside of that Cowboy performance. They've really played well this year. It's their division. Definitely a playoff team. This is going to be a big game for the Jets. I'll be honest with you. And it's going to be a test on Mike White and his leadership skills. We're going to see if he could turn the corner. Played excellent. I believe 22 or 28. Just amazing. Over 300 yards, Brent. This kid has leadership skills, unlike Wilson. So, uh, Brian, uh, gambling on football now legal in the state of New York. Have you noticed any change in the perception of the Jets and the Giants now that they're winning more football games than losing of the last few years? What are you sensing with legalized gambling in New York now on the NFL? Oh, I think it's huge, Brent. It's been popular, and uh, it's, it's interesting. It's changed the job a little bit in terms of people are very interested in, you know, the injury information has always been kind of interesting, but I think it's even more, and you just see it, Especially younger people, a lot more younger people interested in the gambling aspect of things, for sure. So, Brian, anybody out for the Jets, inactive today, uh, that would... Michael Michael, Michael Carter, the running back, Brent, is out. Um, he sprained his ankle last week. He's kind of been expected all week. He'd miss it. So that one, so you're going to see uh, Bam Knight, the rookie from NC State, I think will get a lot of play. Ty Johnson, and then James Robinson, who they traded for from the Jaguars, will be back in the lineup this week. All right, Brian Costello covers the Jets for the New York Post. Thank you so much for being with us, Brian. We'll check in again because the Jets could be for real, especially if they can win this game today and upset the Vikings. Uh, we go back to Kaluch to ask about the Giants because this is interesting. Uh, Kaluch, the Giants struggling a little bit, especially ATS. The commanders are red hot with a tough defense, uh, they come in a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Uh, what kind of action are we seeing on the Commanders and the Giants in the NFC East? Yeah, Brent, we're seeing a lot of commander action. Uh, you know, it's so rare, especially with all these teams currently qualifying for the playoffs in the NFC East, that you're going to see a road favorite here. So, uh, yeah, definitely Washington is going to be the favorite in this game. The Giants have been having trouble. And if you watch the blueprint, Brent, that the Cowboys lay out against the Giants, as long as you make the Giants have to play catch-up football, it becomes very difficult for Daniel Jones to move the ball down the field without the running attack controlling the clock and moving the ball so you know there's a lot of pressure on Jones and Saquon Jones has actually been a better runner in my opinion than thrower and like we said the Giants have had uh, a lot of trouble against the spread recently they got the back door against the Cowboys this is going to be a tough spot for them especially the way Henneke has been playing Rivera has that defense firing on all cylinders right now and like I said every team in the NFC East would qualify for the playoffs right now some Something's got to give, and this might be the Giants' whole season. I mean, uh, you know, the Jets are actually shorter odds at the Rampart and South Point to win their conference. The Jets are 30 to 1, the Giants are 50 to 1, Giants 125 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So we're going to see how this plays out. I think there's better teams, Brent, in the NFC East than the New York Giants, but this is definitely a marquee matchup and their whole season, if you ask me. Now, when you look, uh, Kaluch at the NFC East, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles jump out with that 
ten and one record. They certainly are headed headed for the playoffs, but they have got a dangerous opponent today. Tennessee comes in. Uh, the Titans are catching four and a half, and so if you like points in this situation, as I do. I like the points with the four and a half. I thought it should be more like three. Uh, but what are we seeing with action on the Titans and Philly playing the Eagles, Kaluch? Yeah, we opened the Eagles uh, substantially higher in that game, and we're starting to take a lot of Titan money. A lot of people, uh, I'm looking at it right now, Brent, are liking the Titans. I mean, we opened it five and a half, down to four and a half. This is a tough team. I mean, they play a tough brand of smash-mouth football. Uh, you know, definitely Hurts is going to have to get the ball to A.J. Brown. That's important. The running game has to be working. The Eagles, uh, I'll tell you, they've overcome a lot of adversity this season, Brent. Outside of that Washington game where they were up, They definitely have been a tough team and probably the best team in the NFC. The futures market is the telling tale. We've written a ton of tickets on the Eagles as they have picked up momentum, but we're seeing a lot of Tennessee action. Currently, four and a half at the Rampart and South Point, up, uh, down, excuse me, from the five and a half opener, Brent. So, a lot of Tennessee action. You know, a lot of teasers and parlays with the Eagles and the Eagles' money line, but so far, we're seeing Tennessee. We're going to need the Eagles in this game, at home. So, Kaluch, I'm going to jump to Chicago now. Uh, ancient rivalry, Packers and the Bears. Uh, one of our weather focuses there is on the wind. I've got 15 to 20 miles an hour sustained wind. Could gust, could gust even higher than that. That would impact the passing game. That means it will not impact the Chicago Bears. Justin <laughs> Fields is the quarterback, and he is dangerous as a runner and not a passer. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> who likes to say, I F own you and he repeats it over and over again when he goes and plays the bears has an unbelievable record against them what are we seeing kaluch with the packers in chicago to play the bears well, we're getting two-way action here, Brent. And surprisingly, we opened the total 43 and a half, and it's up to 45, despite the adverse weather. And two banged-up quarterbacks, Brent. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers got banged up. He has uh, a rib injury. Fields has the shoulder problem. But Fields is definitely a guy who could run the ball, like you said, Brent. Total, uh, you know, uh, a running game, running attack. They don't pass the ball that much. Very tricky in the pocket. Sitting at four. Good two-way action on this game. This is not the same Green Bay team of years past. That's why we're actually seeing some bear action, and a lot of people are enamored with Fields. He he looks like he's going to turn the corner, Brent, and be something special. So, surprisingly, we're still getting a little bear action in this situation. Two great games late to get a quick update here from the Dolphins are in Santa Clara to play the San Francisco 49ers, and the Chiefs are in Cincinnati rematch of last year's AFC Championship what are we seeing on those two games, Coach? Well, we're seeing, uh, Brent, one-way action on the San Francisco game. The San Francisco game is up a point and a half. We opened it three and a half. Now we're up to five. Naturally, at home, they're very difficult to stop. People are waiting for Miami to lose. Also, Kansas City, good two-way action. Joe Burrow definitely merits respect here. If Chase suits up, we don't know how effective he's going to be because he was hurt for the prior uh, five or six weeks, but that def definitely adds to their attack. I think Cincinnati is definitely going to be a factor down the stretch, Brent. I like Cincinnati in this game. All right, Kaluch, thank you so much. A New York kind of day, folks. And who sounds more like New York than the Rampart bookmaker, Dwayne Kaluch? I don't know how he wound up being a Dallas Cowboy fan. I got to find out someday. We'll continue with Countdown. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. 
I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, our VEASAN Cyber Monday promotion has been extended, and you want to sign up for it because you're going to need the betting splits as soon as they release the Final Four in college football. We're just minutes away from that. Will it be TCU, or will Alabama slip into a semifinal game? We're about to find out, and so Cyber Monday is something you cannot be without. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift vcin.com slash subscribe always a pleasure to welcome the owner of the famous circa casino here in downtown las vegas a three-story sports book that you've got to visit you know what i'm saying thanks for the free shirt chief uh how are you derek how's everything my man how what kind of action are you seeing right now holy smokes Brent! yesterday was unbelievable it might have been our biggest right day we've ever had on a saturday really yeah they pounded the uh, Big Ten Championship and the ACC. And it then started early. At- started early with soccer. With oh, of course. US. Of course. What am I thinking? And then, and then we got the K-State game went crazy. K-State, TCU, and all throughout the day. And then it ended up with the uh, Big Ten Championship, the North Carolina Clemson yeah. game, and UFC. UFC was unbelievable last night. Oh, that's right. You're big UFC. Booker in here. You told me once it was more than basketball you were booking. It was unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Now, from a um, handicapping standpoint, does it make any difference if it's TCU or Alabama? Will, will one of those schools attract more money? Well, I, I, w- I would tend to think that Alabama's going to just, just because of the college football betting, but I would also tell you that that um, Bill Aidey told me this. Will this get announced while we're on air right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm waiting. Exactly. There. They're, they're, you know, listen, and I'm an Alabama guy, but I would kind of like to see TCU get a chance. They got screwed about 10 years ago because there was no championship game in the, uh, in the Big 12. But anyway, that's ancient history. I must say Nick Saban is the best politician I have ever listened to as a college football coach. Because you know what he said? You know what he said? Well, who would be favored if Alabama played TCU? Well, of course, Alabama would be favored, all right? So he's saying, we should be in the Final Four. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Like, I, I like the fact that you got the earpiece in because if there's breaking news, I don't want to be any – I want to be I don't want to be next to anybody other than you. You're going to break this news right now. Uh, yeah, they're coming out. Uh, ESPN is going to announce the Final Four, okay? And then later today, they will have the full bowl schedule. 
So your, your bookmakers here in, in the back room uh, will be plenty busy throughout the rest of the day. But switching for the moment to the NFL, uh, which are the most heavily bet games? I know you always go in and, and take a look at the numbers uh, behind the book there, Derek. What are you seeing? Well, so far what we're seeing is, you know, the, the, uh, the Browns game has become very, very talked about. Because no one, no one knows. No one really knows what to expect with the Browns-Texans. You know, that number moved up six and a half, seven, seven and a half, eight, eight. I guess just what, what happened went down to seven and a half. How do you know what Deshaun Watson's going to do today? Yeah, it's a very good question. What is it? Two years he hasn't played. You know, he sat on the bench for that full season. Yeah, what is it, 700 days he hasn't played? I mean, yeah. So how now, do you... The, the only thing I will say, because I did jump on the Browns in the Circa Contest, the million. And the reason why is they don't have to depend on Deshaun Watson, in my opinion. He just can't forget how to hand the ball off to Nick Chubb, if you know what I mean. Okay, and the other side of it is, Houston's the worst team in the NFL. I mean, I I just think they're awful. Uh, Horribly managed, uh, both in the front office and on the field. I think they're a lock for the number one draft choice. Uh, coming up next year. So it was more, that was my thinking uh, on it. I said, okay, yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun's Deshaun, but I can count on that running game to win this game. So that was, at least that was my thinking, why I went with the Browns. I, I get that. That That's my, my position on the early. On the later games, right. I expect the most heavily bet game is going to be the Dolphins 49ers. Mm, but game. I, have, I have a question for you. Sure. Chargers Raiders. Right. Circus Sports opens Chargers at two and a half. Right. Goes to two, to one, to pick. Now Raiders were favored one. Last night they were two and a half, to two, to two and a half. Now they're two and a half minus 15. What happened with the Raiders? Like, why, are the, why is the money coming in on the Raiders so heavily? Josh Jacobs, uh, the Chargers have had a very difficult time uh, stopping the run game. And he's coming off, you know, a lot of betters, uh, it's that last impression that they had. And the Raiders really moved the ball on the, uh, on the Seahawks. And uh, so, so that would be uh, the reason why, uh, as the reveal now, Georgia, college football, as expected, Georgia is number one. They are in the final four, okay? They are seated number one, and they're going to be a favorite over who winds up number four. Now, obviously, Derek, we're expecting your alma mater, Michigan, is going to be number two, and then that will set up uh, the big question. Will they be playing TCU, or will it be a rematch uh, with Ohio State? Uh, your feeling watching Michigan uh, yesterday in the, in the Big Ten Championship, how would you feel about that? Well, I felt pretty good. I mean, there we go. Michigan's a two. I think I think that's what everybody thought. One two is pretty clear. All it comes down is what the three and four is. So exactly because that is the big controversy. Will it be Ohio State's going to be in? Make no mistake about that. Ohio State's going to be one of these four teams. All right, but will the fourth team be TCU or Alabama? Now there is feeling, and the AP came out. TCU is number three. And listen, that was a tough loss in that championship game. Okay, Alabama's lost twice, all right? TC only once, and it was in overtime, and they were stopped at the one-yard line when they could have won the playoff game. You can make a huge argument. Both, both schools played Texas, okay? And when you measure everything in it, there's a slight edge, slight edge for TCU. I don't want to go overboard on that. I don't want to go overboard on that because Alabama also played them tough and pulled it out uh, down the stretch when uh, – when they play them. So the final four again is coming out Georgia and Michigan as anticipated. They rank number one and number two. And of course the big question will be number three and number four Michigan. I honestly thought Purdue might hang with them. I, I sort of liked the Boilermakers in the 17 and I was wrong uh, yesterday. Uh, the Wolverine TCU is number three. TCU is number three. It will be Michigan and TCU. And now we wait for Ohio State to be ranked number four. And then they will play Georgia. You watch as they've got a live shot. There's the TCU players exploding. 
There you are. You've got your matchup. Michigan you and TCU, perfect. one of the semifinals, led. Perfect. perfect. Wolverines will be favored, right? I mean, Oh, absolutely. Wolverines will be favored against TCU. Early line was, uh, I think the early line was about a seven. Seven, okay. We, we look for that, and we'll see how the early money comes. Now, I am fascinated. Did you happen to remember what the early line would be on Georgia, Ohio State? Oh, I heard I heard that at the bar last night. Yeah. yeah. Well, come on, my man. Was it three three and a half or something like that? Really? Oh, I'm all over Georgia. In fact, anything under ten, anything under ten, is a go on the Bulldogs. Bet this one early because they're going to come in under ten. I can tell that right now. They're going to come in around six and a half or seven if it's Georgia and Ohio State. What'd they do? They hang 50 on Tennessee yesterday? Uh, am I missing something? Aren't there still some NFL players in the FCC? Please, I've got to be on Georgia in this matchup. They couldn't beat Michigan in Columbus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, let's go to that Miami-San uh, Francisco game because you mentioned that there had been heavy betting action. That's one of the big-time games late today. Absolutely. It's going to be the late afternoon game. 425 kickoff Eastern. We opened at three and a half, went to four, went to five. It's at a five and 45 right now. The total came down. Total came down. But it's all 49er money. Yeah. So it really comes down. It's a 49er defense of what people are talking about. And uh, will they be able to stop Miami? Miami Miami is an unbelievable team to watch. One of the most fun teams to watch the NFL this year. And the coaches intersect. The head coach down in... Uh, Miami, of course, worked for Shanahan until the end of last season when the Dolphins hired him. Now official, Georgia will play Ohio State in one semifinal, and Michigan will play TCU. Georgia and Michigan will be the favorites in that game. So there you have it. Alabama undoubtedly will wind up at the Sugar Bowl. They will be the host team down there, and I'm predicting they'll meet Kansas State, the winner of the Big 12. So Alabama does not make it into the Final Four. Again, it'll be Georgia against number four, Ohio State, number two, Michigan, against number three, TCU, and good for the Horned Frogs. They get to go to the Final Four. Like I said, they were screwed about a decade ago, but now they get to go. Alabama's been there a lot. The 12-team tournament can't come fast enough. Would you agree with that, my man? Absolutely. All right. All right. I got my man. The Circa owner, Derek Stevens, he's ready to book it. Run down in here. If it's under 10, jump on the Bulldogs today. Go to the South Point. Go to the Circa. Go any place in town. Countdown to the early kickoffs continues here on VSIN. Thank you, my man. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back, everybody, to Countdown Week 13. We've got great matchups across the National Football League today. And, of course, we've got breaking news on the college football semifinal matchups. Georgia will play Ohio State, and Michigan will play TCU. Now, one of the games will be in Atlanta, and the other one will be in Glendale, Arizona, which is kind of interesting because that's where the Super Bowl will be this year is down in Arizona. I welcome in Steve Mackinnon from VSIN because along with these power ratings on the National Football League, he keeps power ratings also on college football. So when you look at those matchups, uh, Steve, what's the indication that you might have on the lines for those two semifinal games? You know, Brent, this is a situation that everybody thought Ohio State was out of this thing uh, after last week. Uh, even Now they're matched up where we see the top two teams that have basically been atop the power ratings all season long. They're going to be going at it in the semifinals. I see Georgia's about a three-point favorite in that game. Um, the other game, uh, Michigan, TCU, I'm, I'm looking probably about a five-and-a-half or six-point spread with Michigan. That would be interesting because my first reaction would be jump all over georgia what what am i missing steve why am i am i too high uh, i thought anything shorter than 10 i'd jump on the dogs am i missing something here well i mean ohio state has is about as capable offensively as any any team in the country right now 
And the one thing I haven't liked about Georgia is they've been flat on many occasions this season. Uh, you, you see a game like yesterday they, where they come out and maybe show some of the brand of football that they're capable of, but that hasn't been the case all season long. Well, Steve, stick with us because we're bringing in uh, DraftKings' Johnny Avello right now. And, uh, Johnny, you've had a chance now to digest the semifinal action coming up in college football. Uh, What's DraftKings' indication of what the early lines might be on those two semifinal games? Oh, yeah, we'll probably get these up today, Brent. George is going to be a little bit more, Steve. George is probably going to be around six, six and a half over Ohio State. And Michigan's probably going to be around a touchdown. Uh, or maybe a little more than that, possibly, you know, eight but over uh, TCU. I think that's what the uh, the openers are going to be somewhere close to that. Uh, Johnny, I want to follow up on an early line. Uh, if you like a favorite, you should bet it early. Isn't that the way to go? Uh, because it will creep higher and higher uh, in terms of wagering on the favorites. Uh, you've been through this for decades. What, what's, your, what's your feeling about betting favorites early? Yeah, these these numbers are probably going to get pushed early, you know, maybe a full point, maybe a point and a half. So I think, uh, you know, getting the early numbers, probably a fair assessment, Brent. But, you know, they are going to move also as we get closer to the games, which is, you know, three weeks from three and a half weeks from now. So, but, you know, will they move, come back a point and a half? Probably not. They'll probably come back maybe a half or so once they settle in. So I would say if you like the favorite. Uh, to jump on them early. Okay. Now, Steve, uh, let's go to the National Football League because, for me, this is the best group of matchups that we've had all season long. And I know you've got a bet system on, especially a game I'm really interested in, the Commanders at the Giants. Now, we should point out that the last bye week is next week. And, Steve, you've got some information regarding that as far as a bet system is concerned. I tell you what, Brent, we've been talking about this all season long, and now we are up to 6-0 and ATS on this system this year, and it's just simple play teams heading into their bye week when facing a divisional opponent. Again, 6-0 and this season, 5-1 and straight up. Uh, Washington heads into a bye week uh, next week, and uh, there you got the Giants today. Interesting, because that also includes a Monday nighter, because the Saints are headed in, too, so... Jump on the points with the Saints. So, uh, Johnny, what are you seeing? Are you seeing heavy action in the East Coast with the Commanders at the Giants? Well, we opened one, and we got as high as two and a half. You know, and there was some speculation that maybe Chase Young would be in this game. He's very unlikely. I mean, I think he's out. But right up until an hour ago, I read that, you know, he's he was just unlikely. That was the word I got. So let's say he's out because this thing now has come back down to two a little bit. We're starting to see some giant money. We're starting to see some giant money on the money line. Uh, so they like them right now. They also like the under in this game, which was bet down from 42 to 40. Now, the Jets, the Jets, Johnny, are in Minneapolis. We should point out if the Vikings win the game, just win the game, they wrap up the NFC North. I can't believe it, but that's how badly the Green Bay Packers have played this year. Uh, but the Vikings have been pretty much a field goal favorite all week long. Pretty even money showing on the Jets and the Vikings, Johnny? Yeah, you know, it's a funny game, Brent. We, we opened three and a half. I, I, when we first put the number up, I said, this thing may go to four. Because the Jets, you know, you got, you got uh, Carter, the running back, was doubtful. Mike White's now the starter who had a great game last week. Um, they are putting the Jets on the money line, though. And, you know, we're at three three minus a nickel, which tells you that we're moving the juice a little bit. And so they like the, uh, they like the Jets. They continue to like them today also. Uh, Steve, let's go to your NFL power rankings because uh, if I was interested to see if the Jets would crack your top 10, and they have. They are 10th in your power rankings. And how do you look at the, the Jets against the Vikings? And the Vikings are right ahead of them in your power rankings, number nine. Yeah, you know what, Brent? The, the numbers don't really like Minnesota much, uh, and anything they've really done this season. I know a lot of a lot of their strength rate, and I guess their body work is affected by the fact that they got blown out so badly by Dallas. But the rest of the season hasn't been that great either. All of my all my different sets of strength ratings, I don't show any difference more than about a point point and a half between these two teams. 
Now, you've got two other teams in the top 10 that are meeting. In fact, you have three matchups in there, but one of them has the Dolphins traveling west for their toughest test because of how well the 49ers can play defense. But you've got a bet system that goes against the 49ers in this matchup. Tell us about it, Steve. Yeah, this is another one that's uh, coming to play a couple times this season. I believe it's split, but uh, the system says the team's coming off a shutout win. The 49ers just shut out the uh, Saints last weekend. They've actually been pretty bad in their next game. Uh, going 11 and 16 straight up, 8, 18 and 1 against the spread, heading into week five of the season. I, I believe we're 1 and 1. But uh, that is going to go against the 49ers uh, with uh, the Dolphins coming to town today. Interesting how those systems uh, may play out. Johnny, the 49ers and the Dolphins is a game that really fascinates me. And Derek Stevens was in here. And of course, we get a lot of California money coming through Las Vegas. And he says, everything, everything has moved in favor of the 49ers. Now, DraftKings, of course, being more national and that heavy East Coast action. What have you seen on DraftKings with the Dolphins and the 49ers? You know, this was sitting at four and a half. We were a little high on the 49ers, not much. You know, with Debo was probably, I think we all know that Debo's going to play. But it was four and a half right up to this morning, and that was the opener. Now we're at five and a half. So influx of money on the 49ers. They also love the over in this game. I mean, we've got 75% of all the bets on the over. And you talk about the 49ers falling in love with them, Brent. You know, they've been betting all week in the future book. We took a. $200,000 bet on the 49ers at six and a half to one to win it all. So, uh, you know, the 49ers are the team of choice right now. Yeah, that's that's very interesting, uh, Steve, to see all the money coming behind the 49ers. Uh, but when you look at the NFC, uh, you've got, and in your power rankings, you've had the Cowboys ahead of the Eagles, even though the Eagles beat them once up in, uh, up in Philadelphia. You consider those two teams uh, being candidates. The Packers have fallen off. Uh, people really don't believe that the Vikings can go all the way. I'm not surprised that the money is coming in behind the 49ers uh, with regards to the Super Bowl. How about you? Yeah, I'm not surprised based on a pure talent standpoint. Now, uh, what I saw last week at the Saints is sort of discouraging, however. I mean, there's all this talent that they brought in offensively, and they still kind of struggle. They get 13 points on, on New Orleans. If New Orleans would have converted to some uh, red zone opportunities there, that might have lost that game so there's still some things san francisco has to iron out before i really would consider them a super bowl contender. now the game of the day for many johnny and steve johnny we'll start with you kansas city at cincinnati it was a great afc championship game and of course the bengals in overtime won it in kansas city what are you seeing johnny with the chiefs and the bengals in usual fashion, Brent, it's Chiefs money. Uh, you know, even though we opened up three, we've dropped two and a half. Now we got a little more juice on there, three nickels instead of the, the minus 110. Uh, I, last I looked, we had 75% Chief money on the side. We had about 75, 78% money on the money line. Uh, you know, and that's going against a Cincinnati team with, you know, Mixon probably play. Chase, uh, Lamar, uh, Chase will probably be back. So... They don't care. They love to bet the Chiefs each and every week. And, uh, Steve, quickly, who do you like in that game, Chiefs or Bengals? Well, until Mahomes and Reed lose in a late-season game like this, it's kind of hard to go against them. There's also a revenge aspect here from uh, last year's uh, NFC title game. VSEN Steve Mackinnon and DraftKings Johnny Avello. Great friends of Countdown. Thanks so much, gentlemen. We will talk to you next week. The lines are out for the semifinals. We'll talk about that as Countdown continues. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet... 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is the hardest time of year to handicap football. All the bowl games are coming on. The Final Four is now set. And oh, yes, we're driving toward the playoffs in the National Football League. So you want to see where the money is showing. You want to see who's getting the most money or the most number of tickets being sold. So you've got to go to vcin.com and check for the betting splits. Those DraftKings odds, they change every 15 minutes or so, and you cannot afford to be without it. I know one man who looks at those splits all the time, Jonathan Von Tobel, and we welcome him in as we've got the semifinals set in college football, and Jonathan is here to reveal the opening odds by DraftKings. Jonathan, what do you have? Glad, glad you're with me. Hey, thanks for having me, first off. Uh, but now we have the line. So number one, Georgia in the Peach Bowl is going to open up as a six-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 60-and-a-half over Ohio State. And uh, number two, Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl is going to open up as a nine-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 60 over TCU. So pretty big favorites so far. I think we've seen Georgia's already up to seven. Uh, at DraftKings and other spots. So I've, I've always wondered, you know, and I was going to talk to Matt Grill about this when we talk about it uh, coming up later in the show on the College Football Lines Revealed. I always wonder why odds makers decide to open up lines underneath a key number on a highly supported team like a Georgia because you're just asking for money at that point right there. Uh, but full touchdown now for Georgia, and the totals are pretty much sitting there. And we have a quick move to the under as well, worth noting Michigan and uh, TCU now 59.5 consensus. So the number has moved on Georgia. I said anything under 10. Bet it early. Yep, yep, and it has already. So we're now are sitting at full seven. So that's going to be the interesting part is to see where it ends up. There's a couple of spots. Our buddy over at Chris Andrews at the South Point, they're actually opening up lower. If you're out here in Las Vegas, you can go like six with Georgia right now. That's up there on the screen. Get to the rampart <laughs> or yeah. the South Point immediately. Run a red light. Get through. Lay the six. <laughs> the money you'll get with the yeah, with the money you'll get on the ticket, you can pay the speeding ticket for it. Uh, I, and it's I only eleven you. to ten. Right, there's no juice <laughs> at those two casinos. Holy Toledo! I may have to leave early and go see Kaluch up at the Rampart. My, I don't know why I'm so in love with Georgia because Steve Mackinnon, he put the brakes on a little bit. He said that they had been a little bit inconsistent at times this year. Uh, I know as you follow the college game closely, what's your view of this Georgia team? I I thought they were, but Brent, I think that the common thread in the games in which they were kind of asleep at the wheel were games that they walked into knowing, all right, let's just get out of here, right? The the ones that come to mind are the Kent State game, uh, the Missouri game, which the the Missouri game was more dangerous because they had to come back and actually win that thing. Kent State was just kind of within arm's length the entire game. Uh, And then even the Florida game, which is interesting because if you look at it, the final score doesn't indicate it. It was a 28-20 game late in that contest before Georgia kind of was like, oh, all right, let's win this thing. And then they went off and ripped off, I think, two, conse- two consecutive scoring drives and ended up stomping them out. But I think when you look at Georgia and the games that have really mattered for them, right, they have gone out and they have played their game, the Tennessee game, what we just watched yesterday in the SEC championship, a game that they came out and said they wanted it, right? Under Kirby Smart, they hadn't won that SEC title right. yet. They wanted to go out and win that thing. It wasn't close. 
It was 35-7 before we could blink, and even that final score wasn't really indicated uh, of how dominant that performance was. So I would understand anybody who says, hey, man, they've fallen asleep at the wheel a couple of times, but I think the common thread has been those were opponents they knew they could walk over, and in the games that they needed, that they knew, even go back to week one, Oregon, right? At one point, a team we thought was going to be a playoff squad wiped the floor with them, and it didn't even matter. So I would say I get it, but I think that they take these games very seriously. And I'm with you, by the way. I I like them in this matchup. Interesting. Now, were you impressed or unimpressed with TCU losing in overtime uh, yesterday in the Big 12 championship? Yeah, I think I was impressed with the fact that they came back, especially Duggan. Duggan didn't play well in that first half, and even in the first quarter, like two two or three quarters. He was high on some passes. He was low on some passes. uh, He was really inconsistent with his play. But that was I, that, that was really personified of, of grit, right? He comes mm-hmm. back. He has the big run to set them up inside. Uh, they, of course, come back and tie that game. They convert a two-point conversion. I was relatively impressed with them, especially defensively. You know, in a lot of those short-yarded situations, Kansas State trying to line up and run Deuce Vaughn up the middle, not allowing him to get in some short-yarded situations and, and stopping them. There was a one point where I think TCU turned the ball over and K-State – Uh, came right back with a three and out because TCU's defense held them up. I was impressed with TCU in that loss. Now, you reported that the Georgia line has moved. How about the Michigan nine-and-a-half-point line over TCU? Any movement there? So, so far right now, we're just sitting at nine-and-a-half on the screen, and there there hasn't really been any movement. There's nine, nine nine-and-a-half, and and really, it's. I always say this, like the line will tell you kind of a story of where the respected opinions are, and we'll see when Circa, you know, because we haven't seen Circa open up these numbers yet either, so we'll see when they get to the party what happens with their number. But there's no rush to lay nine and a half. It's a dead-ish number. Ten is somewhat key, right. as we know. Uh, but right now, there has been nothing. It's just sitting at nine with a total of 59 and a half. The only move has been a half point off of the total to the under. And the rest of the day, you will be unveiling lines for the remainder of the bowl games. They're going to be yep. announced later today, correct? Yeah, so as those lines get posted, college football lines revealed. We'll talk about all of those as they come up. Uh, those seem to be pretty much set. We know that you know, Alabama, you and I were talking about that off the air. Alabama, right. Kansas State uh, are going to play each other in the Sugar Bowl, and uh, we will see as those matchups come out, as those lines come out. But this is the, this is the fascinating part about bowl season. We, we, some of those teams, who's playing, who's not, oh, it's going to be incredible. You mentioned it to me, and I hadn't even thought about it. But you ask about Alabama's Bryce Young. Is he going to pass? Because he's going to be a you know, top five pick in the upcoming NFL draft. And it is something, Jonathan, how important is it for the gamblers in the bowl games in particular now to be following the information on VSIN as we find out who's not going to play. Oh, 100%. Like you wanted to tune in to us as we get all this information coming out. We are it, we have a plenty of college football analysts who are awesome at it. Matt Eubens, Adam Burke, everybody in between who have done a great job all season long covering this uh, covering the sport. But they'll be on top of it throughout. But yes, you want to keep them up because here's the thing. I mean, obviously, these are very impactful numbers and these are impactful players who are not going to play. So these things will swing. You will see teams open up at bowl season, for those who don't know, as like a six-and-a-half-point favorite and go off as a four-point underdog because of personnel that aren't going to play, because of coach movement as well. There are coordinators who are looking for different jobs now. Uh, It's a fascinating time of year, and the limits are usually pretty low for bowl season as well for some of those betters who want to push those limits at windows. But yes, absolutely. Information, this is almost preseason-esque. Information is more key than all these stats that we have throughout an entire football season because that is what shifts the numbers now in college bowl season. So interesting. Now, how about... Do you pay close attention like on a week like this in the NFL? Do you have any uh, any teams that you also like in the pro level? Yeah, so actually I'm on the I'm on the right line move here. I actually have I'm sitting on Raiders plus two and a half. Uh, in this game against the Chargers. You got him early? Yeah. And the dog? Yeah, it, well, because I think, so I'm a, I'm a big fan, Brian, of keeping track of the market, right, and how the market perceives teams. And, and I was a guy who was pretty routinely coming up against the Raiders on the road, because if you remember, there were spots where they are favorite on the road, right? The yeah. Tennessee game, the Jags game, uh, the uh, Saints game, which they didn't even cross midfield until, right? And, fourth, and, fourth quarter, they yep. finally. And the market really respected them for some reason. But then all of a sudden, right, right around that spot where they lose to the Jags, get shut up by the Saints, it swings way too far in the other direction. The Broncos game, where they go off as about three-point underdogs in some spots. Uh, the Seattle game, where they close as four-point underdogs. And now here, they open up as two-and-a-half-point home uh, underdogs. I just feel like the market was kind of too extreme in one direction or the other with the Raiders. So I grabbed two-and-a-half thinking that line would move, and sure enough, it has. I wonder if, because of the gambling on sports explosion that we have experienced in the United States, if maybe the market does not correct like they used to, because you had so much sharp money showing but now it's difficult to identify because the volume has increased so much. I mean, the bookies and the casinos and the DraftKings and the FanDuel, they have to follow that money mm-hmm. that, that, that's coming in. And we have so many people 
who are jumping into the business who never bet on sports before. I, I often wondered if the volume wasn't going to change how the money moved on things. It might be the volume, or let, let's be honest, there are a lot of shops who are willingly phasing out sharp money in their pools, right? So they don't True. have they don't have True. the guys who are coming in shaping that market and understanding where the number is going to go. So really, what they see, like when you talk about some of the betting splits, it's all public money, and there's not a lot of respected money in that pool. So maybe they're a little slow Very on the trigger, all those kind of things. So I think that's also a really big impact too. Yeah, interesting. Now the Raiders, and you know I'm a homer. Through, <laughs> yeah, I, right. If if they can win this game against the Chargers, and it's highly questionable because the Chargers play them tough, but the next three games, the Rams coming up on Thursday night. New England comes in to Las Vegas. They go to Pittsburgh on Christmas Eve. I'm telling you right now, if they can somehow beat the Chargers, in my opinion, they're going to turn their season completely around and go on a run. Yeah, and to be honest with you, real quick, the, the thing, you're starting to see a change. I, I keep bringing this up, and we have the Sunday shows for Live Bet Sunday. Devontae Adams, the first seven games of the season, had a total of about 67 targets. Last five games, he's got over 50. Like, they're feeding him the ball. They're going after him. And don't forget, Darren Waller's on the way back at some point, too. Hunter Renfro. So not only does the schedule set up nicely for them, but they're getting healthy as well at key positions. And, and oh, by the way, Josh Jacobs, one of the best running backs in the league. Yes. Okay? You can take Nick Chubb ahead of him, but there's not too many other. Well, maybe Henry. Uh, but he got slowed last week. We will see what Derrick Henry does today. The Titans and Eagles. Great, great matchup. Jonathan, you're coming up right after me. Throughout the day, he's going to have the latest lines, the early lines. You don't want to miss out on Mr. Jonathan Von Tobel. And again, the college playoffs and the bowl season is about to hit. Go to vcin.com, get the latest updates from DraftKings on the movement of money. Thanks so much, JB. Thanks for having me. All right, my man. Oh, by the way, he'll also tell you if the Los Angeles Lakers are ever going to win again. (laughs) Okay. Countdown. We'll see you next week, everybody. Cash some tickets because that's what it's all about. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.